Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week. It is September 29th, 2022. Um, this week, I don't know where Georgie George is. I guess he's on... Uh, Oh, well, I guess I know where he is. I just don't know exactly where he is. He is on a semi somewhere. Could be at home. Could not be. Who knows? But um, we have an awesome special guest this week, Jacob. And so uh, technically, this is Jacob squared, and I totally wanted to use that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Jacob oh, squared yeah. podcast. Two Jacobs in one room. Yeah. Um, so how are you doing, man? <laughs> and How's there's a title. Day? How's your week? I'm doing doing pretty good. Pretty crazy week. Started a new job last week, and this is my second week doing it. Very crazy and a little weird because I do work with at my dad's job, so I see him around the around the building a little bit. So I'm like, I'm I'm used to seeing you after work, not during work. So I uh, see it's pretty you all good. the time. <laughs> I know, and I get to see you all the time. I'm a pain in your butt, both at work and at home. So nice, but <laughs> but no, um, but yeah. So work's been crazy, but it's been good. Um, and same thing with home life. Like I go, church has been great. Martial arts that I take is great. Um, yeah, life just is amazing. And plus, you got God on my side. So I mean, what's not to complain about? True. Uh, I mean. So, have you ever gotten, so on a side note, because of our name, have you ever gotten people like, you're a heel grabber? I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. Have you ever no, had actually, that? I've had that one time. Actually, and I no. Was like, I, How? Really? Yeah, they didn't tell me. I heard them going over it, like with somebody else. That means heel grabber, Jacob. And so. Oh, my. And I was oh like, and they looked at me like. Wow. Hmm? And I was like, in my head, I was like, you little lady, shut up. Like, like <laughs> okay, shut your, shut your mouth. Yeah, I was like, like you little whippersnapper, you're a heel grabber. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, all right, grandma. Mm. I was like, for who? Like, my older brother? No. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh um, my gosh, that's funny. I see you have a dog. <laughs> yeah, so she popped her head up. Um, no, I'm so we cute. just got her today, so that's why I'm like, she's real fresh. <laughs> um, so adorable. So, for you, how did yes. it look growing up? Like, did you grow up with mom and dad? Um, yeah. And were they Christians? Were so, you Christian? Like, when did you become a Christian? All that. Go for it. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I've been a Christian my whole life. So, um, funny thing was that I was adopted at birth. So, my birth mom had me with, for my birth mom, you know, the whole shebang. Uh, fell in love with this one guy that wasn't good for her and um, found out she had me. Then the husband dipped out. Um, and so she gave birth to me and she was able to have the choice to either abort me or set me up for adoption. And she was like, adoption, immediately. Awesome. So by God's grace, I'm here today. But they set me up with um, my parents I have today. And they were Christian, and the house they brought me to was so amazing, so loving. I'm still in the house that I was born in to this day. Um, and 
throughout like my childhood, like till up to my teens, life has just been like, you know, go to church every Sunday, like the whole shebang. Like it yeah. felt like life would always stay like that. Like I love God, I love home, I eat food, I do all the stuff for free and everything. So this <laughs> is <free>. what <laughs> this is this is what I know, right? This is what my life is. And then all of a sudden we started learning school and that's when I was like, Oh school and yeah. life starts coming in. Um, we were homeschooled for many, many years and we did homeschool co-ops. Um, so we still went to school once a week, but still had like Christian teachers, Christian friends, the whole shebang. And then we started hitting high school and my mom was like, we should send you to a college, um, and everything like we were starting to get old enough to where um, it was high time for, you know, the education system to actually um, teach us with teachers and everything like that. So, and yeah. we were, we weren't sure about it. And again, went to, went to community college um, with the high school program. So that they had there. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. But the first day, it was so funny. First day, Two girls were walking out of one of the buildings and all of a sudden they started fighting. Like literally, like it was a cat fight, like fighting, pulling hair. And hair. I was like, this is day, this is day one of the first day of high school, college. So this is like the first time I'm like, okay. And then that night got sick and I was like, is this a good start? Like, should I be doing this? But throughout the years it got better and better. But also when, that happened my faith was i was starting to ask more questions and everything and you know starting to hit that like oh is this who god is is this and then that's when like i'm starting to be introduced to like you know drugs and i didn't take any drugs i want to point that out but like knowing that they knowing that they exist i should say yeah like no knowing the worst parts of the world and swearing and all that stuff and um, I kind of got sucked into, unfortunately, the swearing part, not the drugs or anything like that. Or I, I've been like semi good boy of that, but <laughs> yeah, all. But throughout all of that, it it was kind of like I want to be my own person. I want to be. This is who I am, etc. And also during that time, during. Uh, high school slash college because during that time I was starting to take college classes with high school classes so started to vary a bit I was getting into that transition to moving out of high school to college um we started I got my first job at a warehouse worst job ever (laughs) because great people I worked with but the manager was terrible like he would leave, like, we would have to unload a truck in, like, two hours with filled with packages. And he's like, I need this done two hours, otherwise we'll have to pay, like, 70 bucks a minute or something like that. That's what they kept saying. But um, anyway, I was like, all right, cool, we'll do it. And, of course, he was a swear, and he, like, chain smoke. He was nuts. And yeah. he wasn't very helpful. He was coughing a lot. I, like, he was, man, he was rough. And all the time kept insulting me, kept trying to get under my skin. Like he was like, 
you are the guy to pick on. You are the guy that if Those I'm having a bad worse. day, yeah, I know. I'm taking, you're the easy target. So I was like, great. Hey, but I was like, I don't know any other jobs. So I was like, I, was, I stuck with it. But then also over the years, I got introduced to Spring Hill Day Camps, which is the Christian day camp for kids. But you got to be, you got the time to be a uh, camp counselor. And what I did was the day camps, which means I traveled from church to church each week. Oh, so I did cool. that over the summer. So I was able to leave my job every summer to do that. And I grew a lot of friends through my face started to grow back up even more. It was kind of like almost, it may have been like a summer job, but it was also, it felt like a retreat every week Yeah. for my face to grow. And it helped out every summer. You stayed in contact with some of them. Um, and I did that for, I want to say five years straight. Yeah. And, um, that's one thing I love is teaching kids about Jesus. And that leads into church Yeah, where I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is great. I love church. But unfortunately over time, one of my grandpas was sick, had a heart attack and passed away. And it was, he was like one of, a, he was a great grandfather. Yeah. Um, he joked, he laughed, he made my day. And I was starting to like question. I was starting to like, stumble a lot more again and I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to process this this was the first relative I lost that I knew very well and um I just all of a sudden my faith started to shake a little bit like I go to church but I wouldn't listen type thing like I kind of be sitting there in the back row on my phone like that you're like like, I made it <laughs> like I'm, 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 here, I'm here, I'm present. So I'm right here. So um, it, it might it might come into your story a little bit, but yeah. when when did you like make the decision to be like, hey, you know what, myself, I'm gonna follow Jesus, or is that later on in your story? So I always I said I, I followed Jesus. I didn't yeah, want no, to you're interrupt good. it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the, so I was, I on some so moment you were like, said, all right, I'm gonna follow Jesus. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Nobody's right. born yeah, no, like, I and I follow Jesus. Goo goo gaga, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that yeah, baby just said that." <laughs> yeah, like wording. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, like, oh, you follow Jesus? Yeah. There, there's so, some wild yeah. people out there that's like, if you don't know the date, you ain't saved. And I'm not saying that. I'm just like, right, there's, there's exactly. a moment for everyone where they're like, "Hey, when I was younger, I was just like, you know what, Jesus, I know you're real. I'll, I'll make you the my Lord and Savior, and that kind of thing." And I mean. It doesn't right, matter exactly. here. I just, I just want to clarify that because somebody might be like, "He's the universalist. He's saved all the time." And so, and I know you, and I'm like, "You right, don't, exactly. you don't think that at all." Like, I was just born saved. No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Uh, but yeah, great question. And actually, that does tie in. The basically, I always said I followed Jesus, but and I never actually said like. And you I'm know, not like, saying, like, a God, I give prayer. everything yeah. to you. Right. The sinner's prayer and everything. I'd never, like, I would say, this is probably the first time I'm actually publicly proclaiming when I mentally said it, I would say. Or, like, when it changed, all changed for me. And that was 
during one of the days I was sitting at church. I was in the lobby this time on my phone because they had TV screens. I really wasn't Man, having you, it that you day. Were moving, you were moving outside the church. I went from the front row to the back row to outside of the lobby, in the lobby. And I was like, if I go any farther, I'm just sitting in the car where there's no TVs, no nothing. But <laughs> what like, happened this is... This guy was in the back. Now he's drinking coffee out here just chilling on his phone. <laughs> just have my little, like, soda. Yeah. I don't know if no, you trust like me, coffee. It's water, I not wine. I trust. I don't like coffee, so but that's just me. Well, my, I yeah, I've been drinking Zevias, but um, what are those? Sorry, Side those note. are what like are yeah, those? you know, you're, yeah, these are like zero calorie sodas. So, oh. um, this kind of tastes like because this is the cola cola kind, so it kind of tastes. Don't lie to me, Jacob. Like Coca-Cola. Don't don't lie to me, because to me personally, <laughs> this, this does have a. Like taste of cola in it, but like if you oh, dump okay. it out, like it looks like clear, looks like Sprite. Okay. But um, if, if I have I have looked and people always tell me that, oh, it tastes like Diet Coke, does not freaking taste like Coke, and I'm like that is such a right, lie. Right? Yeah. Like when people, I would like, say it gives you a hint of it. Oh, okay. That's that makes no. more sense. Like yeah. somebody saying that they have the root beer kind. Yeah. Yeah. They have they have multiple different kinds. They I think it's a vanilla kind. I'm like, what? No. But anyway, I would say <laughs> Sorry. when I Sorry. No, you're good. Good question. I love those questions. But I would say when I did fully mentally and this is your pod I would say this for your podcast. This is probably the first time I'm actually saying this out loud where yeah. I did proclaim my life. So shout out to your podcast for this one. Um but Sweet. <laughs> um but um, your podcast gets credited for this. But um, I would say shark is <laughs> shark. <laughs> so side note for anybody moment. because nobody can see it. Uh, he has like fish right. behind him, and I so wanted to tell you that too. Like whenever a big fish came by, there's a shark behind you. But I just was like, there's a shark. <laughs> so so everybody knows that's what I know. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just like, I wanted to make this presentable. I wanted to make this presentable for Jake here. I want to make it. Very good friend. I was like, I want something entertaining. Good. But um, I'm glad you like fish. But I would say when I was sitting out in the lobby, just chilling on my phone, one of my friends, and he's still a very good friend. He lives in Texas now. But he asked me, like, hey, do you want to come with me to where I volunteer at? And I was like, I got nothing better to do. I'm not paying attention. So... <laughs> Sounds bad at the time. Did you say Gosh. that or just in your head you're like That was my me. that was like mentally. Oh, okay. So I was like, if I you just, if you told him that, I was like, that's no. that's real bold. Real bold to be like I know, that would be real bold with even the staff walking around there. But um I was I followed him and I followed him into the kids area, like the pre K area. And all of a sudden, this is where I would say get mental, metaphorical, spiritual. Like, he opened the door, and what I was expecting was, like, sheer chaos, parents grabbing kids, poopy diapers, or anything, something like that. But that's not what I saw. What I saw when I opened those doors was, like, it almost felt like, if you can imagine with me for a second, like, all of a sudden, you're in a dark place, you open the door, and the door is just beams of light coming at you. Like, you've seen yeah. those in movies or something. kind of felt like that. Because when I opened the door, the kids were worshiping Jesus. They're doing the dance moves. There's people on stage. There's an elephant in a tutu on stage dancing with Jesus <laughs> for Jesus here. Um, but um, and that was somebody in a full-on mascot costume. So that's I was awesome. like, man, that's gotta be sweaty. But um, I was like, wow, 
this is actually really cool. And then I got to see like the host basically do like a little funny bit before the story, see the story, see the ending. They all got back. They did their crafts. Their parents picked them up. And what really made me smile was they told every time those kids walked out, like some of those kids would say, this is what I learned today in uh, Bible study or something like that, or in small groups or in, and that like all of a sudden it felt like my grandpa was there again. Like those jokes that he always had that laughter like that joy i was like i gotta be a part of this yeah so i signed up and they were like jake we are losing our host would you like being the host and if you see my tiktoks you know how i can be yeah so i signed up and i was like sure and all of a sudden my face started growing back and this was also during school where i was still struggling but it was more in check yeah and it was starting to get better and better. And then I hit college and then that's when I was like, okay, this is what's going on. And once that started happening, I finally graduated um, and everything. And then I went to Spring Hill Day Camp for the very last time in 2019. And that is when I would say the story, obviously, you know, Spring Hill happened and that's where I also met my ex. That's where I met my girlfriend. She apparently had a crush on me for years. She's done it. She's done Spring Hill with me for a while. Yeah. Um, finally, she told me the, how she felt. And I was like, and I did look at, I, when I first saw her, I was like, she's beautiful. She's amazing. I want to get to know her as a friend. I, and that's the thing about me. And ladies, if you're watching and you know who I am, all right, <laughs> this is how I am, where I will always treat you as a friend. And this is me as a guy. I will never know if you're hitting on me. All right. Just straight up. Or never I, know if you want to date me. I feel like in my dating stages, I was the same way. Like, if a girl liked me, I was like, what? She liked me? I didn't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm, like, I'm friends, exactly. with, I'm friends but, with everyone, and I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I don't know. I would treat everybody with the same respect that they treat me. And if you care, you care. If you don't, you don't. And just tell me and I'll tell you yes or no, whether I feel like we're there or whether long distance works for me or whether this will work out. Like, yeah, how's your fit and all that. So I was like, Oh, she's moving to this college. That's like 15 minutes away. Cause she's just going to college. I was like, okay, cool. So I helped her out. I took her to church at my church and all that. And, we were having a great time for the end of 2019 and everything. We went to her family's house for New Year's and everything. Uh, Thanksgiving, she came to our house, etc. Then all of a sudden, 2020 hit and she started getting worried about COVID. The rumors, I would say, of COVID at the time. Um, and we were talking. And then all of a sudden, like things started to change a little bit. Like the atmosphere was different. She was more demanding. And yeah. I was more clingy. Like I didn't want to lose her type clingy. So I was always checking in. I was texting. I wouldn't sleep. And sometimes I would, like, if she was going through a hard time or something, I'd stay up, like, all night on a weekday. Like, just texting her to try to reassure everything's okay. Yeah. Or if she's, like, saying, is this relationship working out? I try to convince her, hey, I think it is. If something's wrong, let's make it work. Like, I was the guy putting in all the effort for this where she was worrying. And, again, nothing wrong against her. I pray for her and her family. I loved her family so much. Yeah. Um, I miss them a lot. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if they ever say, Hey, let's be friends again, I'll be like, Oh heck yes. Relationship. <laughs> let's talk first. 
Yeah. But um, I'm not jumping in. That's again, this is where I think a lot of people on social media have posted like on their TikToks or on any social media where why guys have trust issues. And that's because like all of a sudden the month of April, like I will remember it clear as day, had a three hour phone call and that's the worst part. Tried to make it work. She finally ended with me on a phone call. I was like, we couldn't have a conversation. And that's when I was like, okay, this hurts a little bit. Um, All right. And during that year of 2020, I found out that my job, the same cruddy job I had uh, every time I went back from Spring Hill, um, they were actually being bought out. And so their facility was being shut down. Yeah. So, so your job was basically being canceled. So the job was basically going to end. And my gr- other grandpa on my dad's side was getting older, getting sicker. And I had to take my grandma back and forth from her house to the hospital. So finally we were like, there goes my phone. Um, my phone <laughs> just went off. But finally we put him in a nursing home that's a little bit closer to our house so we could help him. And the breakup happened around that time as well. And my parents, we were, um, my dad was taking a lot of time off work and my mom was taking care of my grandpa. They would go in the nursing home and COVID finally broke out at this point too. Yeah. Um, but praise the Lord that the nursing home had a heart and says, all right, we'll make you guys a deal. Only the dad, the mom, as well as like, a relative or two are allowed to come in the nursing are allowed to come in the nursing home. Yeah. But the only places you're allowed to go is the grocery store and home. And for the debt for my dad, it was work as well. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And this is just what I remember. There could be more details about this, but they're like, okay. And sometimes my parents would leave at six in the morning. My dad would do some work and go to the nursing home, go to the work nursing home throughout the day. And they wouldn't get home till like 1130 at night. Yeah. So I would get home from work. I would leave for work, get home and we'd have to send for ourselves for food, whether that's get food or make it or anything like that. My mom brought groceries home and everything, but me and my brother Rona. And so basically no one was talking to us or anything like that. And again, I'm broken up at this point. So I have no one to like talk to. I have like, Family didn't come to mind, like extended family or anything. Like I just felt alone, lonely. Yeah. And again, with from my grandpa passing away, like getting close, like the doctors told us, like he's not, it's going to be a week at yeah. max. And I was like, as soon as I heard that from my parents, the next day I went over to the nursing home, went, looked at the window, I saw him on the bed and I was like, and I'll always remember this. I, I always said goodbye. But for this one, this is the joke between that was between me and him all the time is I'd send you the bill because <laughs> as a kid, I'd spend the night at his house and he'd be like, I'd send you the bill. Um, but I was like, goodbye, grandpa. I'll make sure to give you the bill or to send you the bill. Um, <laughs> and what's funny about that is looking at that, like, this was basically, I was looking at it and it looked like his deathbed, basically. It was his deathbed. Yeah. Was a hospital bed, it looked like. But I walked away feeling more a little bit at peace. 
Then the next day, I lost my job because it got shut down. That was the last day I worked. And then I get a text from my uncle saying, I'm so sorry for your loss. So on the same day, I lost my job and my grandpa. And that was a huge hit. Yeah. Where I was crushed. And I didn't know what to do. Because it felt like, because it was basically losing a grandpa all over again. Yeah. My faith was shattered. I have no job. And I was like, what do I do? The biggest question mark was on my head. And so, obviously, my parents kind of kicked me back into gear a little bit and said, hey, you need to find a job again. All right, you need to find... I applied for a lot of different jobs like Kroger, Target, Walmart, etc. Of course, COVID was happening because no one was hiring. Um, but I was just like always sitting at home, doing nothing. Like I'd apply for a job or two, then sit at home, do, take the dog for a walk. I don't know. I was just sitting at home. Yeah. And then finally, my, my church actually, my old church reached out to me and says, Hey, Jake, we need somebody to do hosting again. We're doing church online now. We got into that. Would yeah. you mind doing that? And I was like, okay, sure. I'll do that. And then I talked to them a little more over the weeks, and I found out that they need a video editor for kids ministry. And that was my major. That's what I graduated with was digital video production. So I was like, hey, I volunteer and you know edit these videos for you. And they're like, great, yeah. let's do it. That's and awesome. over the months, I did it, made some stuff. Then I asked, hey, can I get paid for this? And the church is like, here, you can have a, I'm calling it a part-time job at this point. <laughs> yeah. It was a part-time job as their video editor, as well as a uh, kid's ministry staff, staff member. So I was like, sweet, this is great. Had fun. And then the church kind of like got a little rocky because the lead pastor was retiring. Yeah. Um, and then a bunch of other pastors were retiring as well. So I was like, all right. And they finally, this was like in 2021-ish. Yeah. Um, where, where the church was like, all right, we don't need the video production anymore. That, so I was like. That was like one of the hardest things I noticed is everybody and their mom all of a sudden was like, I don't know how to be digital. <laughs> and all of a sudden, right. like, we need people to do videos and none of us right. do this. How do we live stream and how do we do Right. How do we do it here? And um, exactly, it made a lot of jobs, but I heard the same thing where like all of a sudden church is like, well, I don't really need you anymore because we're live again, right? And you're because like, what? Kids are coming back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess okay. <clears throat> but um, so I was like, and um, go ahead. On a side note for that, um, what state are you in? Obviously, I'm not. I'm gonna... in Michigan. Okay, I was like, I'm not going to dime out yeah, your city no. or something. Be like, what city? Yeah, I'm What's at this address? zip address. I am, <laughs> but I'm at this address. Here's my zip. Here's my social. Here's all of it. But oh uh, yeah, I don't know how it was there, but um, I was living in Utah until three months ago, and we moved out here to Alabama. And so, um, wow. in Utah, <laughs> I kid you not, everybody was like, nah. Like as soon as so COVID hit. And, yeah. um, we were like me and George started this podcast, like right when the pandemic happened, like start it. 
had nothing to do with the pandemic happening, but our jobs got extensively harder (laughs) because like the teachers we had, um, I don't know. I don't think I ever told you, but, um, we were in a house living with our family and, uh, we lived with 10 teenage girls. And so me and George both lived in two different houses. So he lived with his family. I lived with mine. So we had 20 plus kids that were under us. And then you have staff. So you have like three staff under you that you're scheduling, doing all that stuff. And we're like, um, and yeah. we had we had a school on campus because it's a big campus, like with seven other houses. Right. And um, we're like, or no, yeah, seven other houses. And um, each house has about 10, 10 girls. And uh, the school's like, well, we're shutting down school because we don't want anybody to get COVID. And we're like, we are like almost on an island like, like alone, like I'm like, uh, right. What, what? Like, I mean, us, us, like staff and adults, we'd have to leave campus and like, um, go get food or groceries or whatever. But like, overall, is like, right. We're not doing anything crazy. But I mean, uh, this is my right. rebellious self that <laughs> I don't think we really said on the podcast. But some of us are like, nah, we're going to still hang out, and we did. We're like. We're like, exactly. as soon as work ended, like, is a campus. So I'd be like, hey, bro, you want to come over and play some Zelda? And it's like, yeah, man. <laughs> so, or like, there and, you go. Uh, me and George were doing the podcast sitting across from each other. And what was crazy is like, all that was happening. But like, for us, we're like, oh, no, our job just got extensively harder. And we're doing this podcast. And like, everybody's freaking out. But for some reason, our town... I yeah. kid you not, like, quickly got over it. it. was like, like, there were days that I, I think I waited, like, maybe twice at Walmart where you had to wait in a line to go in, and then it was <laughs> gone. It was gone. And, like, um, bye, bye. The, the funniest thing was people were like, you need to wear a mask, and, like, people would be like, yeah, I'm not, and just walk in, and I was like, Mm, yeah, like I was trying to be respectful of people. I'm like, okay, I'll yep. wear a mask because I really don't know what this all is. And like, we had country people out there yep. that are like, nope, I ain't doing it. Nah. <laughs> and like, they'd be like, sir, yep. you need to stop. And like, our Walmart was like a bunch of people who were like, I just don't know if I care enough. <laughs> and so, like, because we, yep, we, exactly. we only had one Walmart like in our town. So it was like, Wow. We we're like, well, I'm not gonna fight them. <laughs> like, but it cracked me up. Exactly. Like, where? Uh, like here in Alabama, there, there's still like remnants of what I don't know how it is in Michigan, but there's remnants of COVID, like different things. But in Utah, it's been gone for over a year. Like all the like plexiglass yeah. stuff and all that's been gone for well over a year because <laughs> somebody asked me like yeah wait they, like there's none of that they, anymore I was yeah like, no it basically died with them they're like nope if you get it whatever right. <laughs> just move on yeah that was that was kind of like us yeah um we still like there's some stores still have plexiglass and everything and then people can basically just choose at this point whether to wear masks or not yeah i uh, just so was wondering like, i was right, like hey that's a different yeah. region I went to Oregon and they, they were all still wearing masks. And this was like six months ago. And I was like, yeah, what I'm like, and the guy goes, where are you from? I'm like, Utah. We haven't worn a mask in over like a year and a half. (laughs) I was like, this is, this is not something we're talking about. 
And the guy was like, these things, these masks don't help anybody. The, well, yeah, <laughs> so there's evidence of it, but like, I just proven that. <laughs> but like, the funniest thing was this guy's like, my mask is just so safe for me. And I was like, so it's like a blanket. And he's like, what do you mean a blanket? And I'm like, well, yep. it's safe for you. And I'm like, but it's really not doing anything. And like, Utah doesn't have that many people nah, having COVID and you guys do. So there's something weird, <laughs> but we actually, what's funny is that for Christmas, like our church, like blows out the candle after silent night or whatever on Christmas Eve. And we were like, let's just test it and see what happens with these candles here with these new can- candles that we got. Yeah. And like, we were like, Oh, okay, let's test it out without a mask. And like my church, both churches that I, I go to that one I went to when I didn't one yeah. I went to one I'm at now we're both are both like against the mask thing like they're like yeah. while we were working like during the week like there wasn't that many people on staff obviously yeah but no one wore a mask there they were just like hey how's it going hi hi like if you're sick yeah wear a mask if you need to come to work or if you're not yeah. going to work stay home but if you weren't sick come in no need for a mask yeah but um, we tested the candle with a mask on, just like the classic mask, blue, and it blew out the candle. And we just made a joke like, so if we can blow out the candle, the germs can get in, right? Like, that's how that works. I mean, so we were just laughing at the system. Well, yeah. well, like, so many people were, like, saying this. We had two girls that got COVID, and I went in to their room, and I took care of them mostly. Like, I even told my wife, right. like... Don't worry about it. If I'm going to get it, it'll be me who gets it, not you guys. So, and our associates, right. I was like, you guys don't need to really worry about it. Like, I'll do it. I'll take the bullet if, if this is going to happen. I hung out with those kids for like two weeks straight. Cause you know, back then it was like two weeks is what they kind of estimate it. We're like, you're stuck. yeah. And so I hung out with right. them, like, and I purposely, because a guy in a different house is like, Hey man, these girls had COVID. I didn't wear a mask or anything and I didn't get it. And I was like, I'm going to test this theory out. Like, am I going to get it? And so I took off my mask and everything, talked to them. And I didn't make them wear masks while they were in their room while I was talking to them. And I was like, yeah, I didn't get it. And somehow I'm going to say it's just God, but like, I have never gotten COVID this whole time like, at all. Like I've been around Lucky so you, many people that have had COVID and I'm like, Thank you, God. I'm Same so here. blessed. Same here. Yeah, I just did not get it. Have you gotten it before or no? Right. I've gotten it once, but if, this is the funny part is that this is like maybe a couple, I would say, yeah, less than a year. I got it, but the thing is, I thought I was just super sick, and this is like during flu season. Oh, I, you're like, like, I got the flu. This is like <laughs> January, February, whatever. And I was feeling super sick, super nauseous, and I was just like, I super weak. I was like, I don't know if I can do this today. For the past two or three days, they sent. I always went to work, but they sent me home halfway through the job. Yeah. And um, and I'll get into that later about my jobs and everything like that. But <laughs> what happened was, um, yeah, I was just like, I'm not feeling great. Then finally, after the fourth day, I came back a little better. I was able to do the whole day. Um, but then like two weeks later, 
my parents are not feeling good. My brother's not feeling good. So they all were like, let's all get tested and everything like that. And I was like, all right, I feel perfect at this point. Like I feel fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got, I got the whole swab thing up the nostril and like stir your brain like spaghetti and that whole shebang. Yeah. And apparently I came out positive and so did everyone else in the family. And what happened was I was like, uh, great. I called my job and they're like, you get paid. But you can't come to work for 10 days. <laughs> yeah. So you get COVID pay. Um, and so I was like, well, crud. And I can't go to my church and volunteer for the next five days, they said. Yeah. And church was like the next day. And I was like. Lame. Crud. Yeah. So what I was like, so what I said to myself was like, screw it. I looked at my, I pulled up an app, clicked the ticket. Bought a movie ticket, went to the movies without a mask because I felt perfect. And I was like, I'm going to the movies and not ruining my day. I got 10 <laughs> days to kill. All right. I'm yeah. fine. And you're getting paid. But, um, <laughs> and I'm getting paid. I know I'm basically paid to watch a movie. But yeah. So, but yeah, I was, that was probably like, my parents told me like, you, you probably had COVID while you were at work for those few days. You should not have gone. I was like, well, guess what? Apparently when I get sick, and it's just me, I don't need to get tested. Yeah. But when it's everyone else, and I feel fine, we all got to get tested. But <laughs> I was like, fine, be that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, back to the testimony. I would say, yeah, once my grandpa passed away, it was tough. And then the church hired me. And then I had a few disagreements with the church as well as people leaving. So I left. Um, but there's another church I went to called 242 Church. Great church to be. Yeah. Um, they have multiple different campuses, um, community centers. It's fantastic. I love going there. And they knew me from Spring Hill. And they're like, hey, Jake, we know that you uh, did some hosting and storytelling. Do you want to be the storyteller for our, our kids' ministry? I was like, absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> and to this day, like, I'm still – their storyteller and through my first church and my second church, that's when I was doing TikToks and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, Oh, TikTok would be fun because my ex introduced me to TikTok and I was like doing some of them on the side and for fun or whatever. Then finally I was like, let's get into it. And then all of a sudden, like first Christian TikTok, if you know him, I mean, I've mentioned him on um, my videos before, but um, to this podcast or people who may not know him, his name is Auto Christian ninety eight. Um, that's his TikTok user, but um, his name's Daniel. But he is like the first Christian TikToker I met, and as a person that does love Transformers, Marvel, all that, he <laughs> uses audios like that. I was like, this guy's pretty cool. He's using like a character's voice or a character clip into and adding scripture to it. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of interesting. I want to be just like that guy. So I started making more videos and being like, as always, like if, when you first start out, you want to be well-known, get that verification and everything. And so that's what I was kind of doing, making Christian TikToks for that. But then all of a sudden, when I started getting, I would say more well-known, and when people say I'm famous, I'm not famous, all right? I don't intend to be. I'm not planning <laughs> on it. People say I am. I don't believe it. But... I would absolutely say that all of a sudden when I started making more real videos as well as joking videos and all that, people, when they sent their comments, like, thank you so much for helping me. You've saved my faith. 
you show me the truth or I got baptized because of you or something like that. Like those yeah. early videos. All of a sudden something else clicks. And I was like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And then I started making other genres like my Guardian Prime show on TikTok as well as uh like other like God moments, Christian comedy, etc. And I was like, maybe this is what I should also be doing. Because all of a sudden, views and followers started shooting up pretty quick. I was like, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? And I kept going, kept going. And finally, I started, I actually became friends. He was my very first Christian TikTok friend, which was auto-Christian. Um, we got in contact. We talked. We did Zooms. We, all of that. Yeah. And um, finally, I started doing a Bible study. Uh, I posted on TikTok, hey, on this day, I'm doing a Bible study at this time. Or actually a meet and greet, so I get to meet you guys. And the response I got was overwhelming. I got like over double digits. Nice. Like I got double digits of people showing up, talk, and to meet me. Some of them were known, some of them were not so known. And all of a sudden, we started forming this group of, and Zach, a previous guest of yours, I think has talked about this, called the Primes of Bethlehem or the Primes. It is our group name of like just a friend group yeah. um, where. We keep each other, like, it's almost like an accountability as well as, like, prayer group, etc., or friends group, where we show each other funny TikToks or warnings about, like, hey, this guy you need to watch out for, this YouTube person you need to watch out for, or, hey, this guy is someone we should talk to or listen to, <laughs> etc., as well as, as well as keep each other in check, yeah. just to be like, hey, is everything okay, or why don't you post this video, or, yeah, this video is okay to post, but let's tweak <laughs> this, or... Like, yeah. it's kind of like that, like making sure we stay true to the word as well as sharing it. Yeah, there's, um, there's definitely, and that's, we, that's a good thing to have. Like if, if you are somebody right. who's doing that, it's good to have people you bounce your ideas off of. If you're like, Hey, this right. is a little risque, check it out. Like, cause right. I've been doing, like, I've done puppets for a long time cause I love doing puppets, but like yeah. that one, a thousand percent guy and that uh like kind of tour keeper guy with the weird head thing i am having too much fun yep. <laughs> messing with them and i'm like <laughs> and so i'm like i've sent videos that uh to like different youth pastors pastors that i know and like other people and i'm like what do you think and like either they're like send right. it or they're like maybe you don't say that <laughs> i'm like okay hold fine. up hold up yeah <laughs> and, I'm like, and all right fine that's what and that's what you right. guys do. Exactly. And so what's funny about that is it all started off my TikTok show called Guardian Prime. Like, if you guys want to know, like, what he is, think of it as, like, think of your Marvel hero, think of your superhero. But then all of a sudden, think of it like this. Ask the question, what is their faith like? Have you ever, I always say this to myself, like, does a superhero have God in his life? Like, sure, you can, you may say Captain America because of his one God, ma'am. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that line from the first Avengers movie. But <laughs> yeah, that's all we basically hear of it. And sure, you can do your research on that. But <laughs> what if this person was fighting demons as well as he's a true hero to Christians? He is a beacon of hope as well as he, if you think of exorcism, do you think of like all the like the exorcist or if you think of like um 
you know, just take uh, any horror movie you can think of that has like exorcisms or something like that. Think of a demon fighting Guardian Prime or A Prime, like yeah. without people seeing them. You see shells being knocked over. What if that was Guardian? What if that was a demon trying to hit Guardian Prime or something? Like, think of it like that. Yeah. Because that's how I think of spiritual horror. It could be an angel and a demon, kind of like fighting like that. Um, obviously, either one, angel or guardian, wins. But <laughs> each friend group, each person in my friend group has a prime name. Like, I'm Guardian Prime. Uh, one of my friends is called Auto Prime, Aquarius Prime, Sapphire Prime. Like, there's so many prime names. And I made this show into 10 seasons. And some people have actually texted me saying, this show has inspired me to be a better hero to Christians or something like that along those lines. Like that's cool. They, they see this person not at, as a hero, but also as a, as a hero to Christians more than anything. And that's why I love this show so much. I love that show a lot. A, it's entertaining to watch in my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, if you're not able I, to I, laugh at your own videos, yeah, I sometimes go, man, yeah. that's too serious. Like, I did one of the puppet ones and lost it. And I was like, why am yeah. I laughing so hard? Exactly. It's something I just did. I'm just like, why am I laughing at this? And I'm like, I shouldn't right. be laughing this hard. And then whenever... Like you have friends coming, like that was hilarious. You're like, it right. was gold. It was hilarious, and so you're like, I feel better. Like, yes, it worked. Because you're like, I felt like it was and, hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know if anybody else will think it's as funny as I did. <laughs> right. And throughout that time too, like I was having some fun with it, and I was having some fun with my friends as well as making duets and talking about collaborations, etc. And like, I'm at that point now where, like, I'm at a great church I love. I got a great group of social media friends. I'm podcast. I'm friends with multiple pastors, like Pastor Inc., Pastor Witt, F-Cube, this podcast. Yeah. Like, the connections I have are growing and phenomenal. Yeah. And I love it. And, like, what I my dream thing would be is, like, to be at a church and just be a guest speaker or something like that. Or, like to you know talk to churches and i will always say this to the internet and to everybody i'm not a pastor i yeah. everything that i say everything that i say is either something i have learned at my church or learned in my own walk learned from others like or it's my own opinion like that's it all right so People can say, listen to what I say, and it can go one ear, not the other, or stick with them. It's up to them. Yeah. Or better yet, if I say something, you're curious about it, you can even correct me. I'm okay with that. I'd rather you correct me so I can be better next time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the verse that will always be a part of me, and I actually got it right here, is, and this is something that will always stick with me when my, because of my grandpa that passed away in 2020, is, and I've recently found this verse, and this is about me as a person now, because I stopped swearing, like, years ago. And <laughs> Was that middle school? Praise the Lord for that. Middle school, high school, college. Oh, like, like so, on a side note, I, I had a moment, the same thing, where I was like, man, I'm going to cuss a bunch. It was between seventh grade year 
Yep. And eighth grade summer, like the summer to eighth grade. And like, I, yep. I was like cussing more than any of my other friends saying the F word. <laughs> then it's like, I'm Do so cool. I am so cool. And then all of a sudden one day, this is making me cool. It's like, yeah. All of a sudden one day I felt the Holy spirit go, is it really cool? And I was like, what is wrong with you? What? <laughs> and it was like, is it really cool? Yeah. And I was like, Okay, you and I have different experiences with that because it was more of like, Jacob, you're an idiot. Like, why are you swearing so much? And it, it was actually, at, at, uh, if you ever hear, heard of the Winter Jam. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually at Winter Jam that finally, one of the Winter Jam concerts I went to, like, it kind of like snapped me out of it and be like, what am I, this is what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> no, I, and, I got the moment of, why are you being yeah. an idiot, too? Because it was like, yeah. what, what, what is the reason? Like, then, why uh, am I being, why am I stupid? The best thing ever that happened was the Holy Spirit was, or yeah, the Holy Spirit was like, um, would that be a sentence without that word? I go, well, well yeah, right. it would be. Then yeah, stop it. I felt like that right. bad TV thing where he's like, uh, have you seen That's it? Where he goes, yep. stop it. <laughs> And she's like, well, I'm just terrified. Well, stop, stop it. it. <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, just okay, I just don't like this. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't yeah. matter if you like and it. I'll, you need to stop I'll it. Be on- right. I'm out every now and then where I'll say a curse word, whether it's frustration or something like that. Like, fun fact, people, we're all sinners. Mind blower there. But, um, but yeah, like, I always try my best to hold my tongue. And the verses that I use, um, actually comes from Ephesians 4 and it's verses 29 through 32 and it says this do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God for whom you were sealed for the day of redemption get rid of all bitterness rage and anger wrong slander along with every form of malice be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other, just like Christ God forgave you. And to this day, like if you had to do a Bible verse, that would be it for me. That yeah. is what I use every time I make a video. And I, at this point, I've always said this, and I'm saying it again. I do not care about how many views my videos get. I do not care about how many like followers I get. I yeah. love them all. Don't get me wrong. But like... I don't care about the verification. Like my friends were actually, some of my friends were actually making a big deal. Like, dude, you're at 1 million likes. You're just about to hit 1 million likes on your page and everything. Like, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. I, people are like, say, people are like, I've seen people make a big deal about, I hit 1 million likes. I'm like, I honestly I didn't even don't make a video about know. it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care about it. Like, kudos to me. I got it. Yay. That's a hundred people saw my video, but that's where it clicked. That you saw the video about a Christian being silly, serious, making yeah. a show, giving you food for thought. Yeah. And this is where, like, I would say my testimony is coming to close here is my journey is still going. All of our journeys are still growing and going. Yeah. Where there's a new adventure around every corner, and for me, it's always going to be every day because i don't know what's gonna happen like for instance something that came as a surprise if 
again, Auto Christian and this other TikToker, Ruth Sapphire, um, they both were in my, they're both in my, you know, my group, my friend group and everything. They finally met because one lives in Canada and one lives in South Africa. They finally met meet in Canada after like two or three years of talking to each other on Zoom or text messaging or whatever because they're dating, online dating. Yeah. And Daniel proposed. Wow. And <laughs> that's awesome. He said yes, and now they're getting they're getting married soon. Um, but that's the unexpected thing, and that's something very special I hold near and dear. And I will always say is the next adventure is yet to come. And I am absolutely fine with it being like this. If I need to be a memory in order for you to keep growing your faith, that's okay. Like moving on type of scenario. I'd yeah. rather be that stepping stone or maybe that step yeah. from stairs to going up to Christ. Because that means, hey, I helped you get there. Now take the next step. Yeah. And I'm fine if you move on. Hey, if we don't talk again, I've had friends that I've had that have moved on, whether they have great families or their faith is growing or anything like that. Yeah. They don't remember me. That's fine. I just know I was there to see them as the kid or as, you know, a few years ago, etc. Yeah. And my mission, I have always believed this near and dear to my heart, is that my grandparents are still with me and my mission is still with me. And that is to grow people's faith. That is to lead people in a growing relationship with Christ. Yeah. And that means hard work. That means, yeah, verbal or even physical persecution. Yeah. But the best part is, is when you get to see somebody say, wow, this is who God is. Even better, a baptism. Even better, somebody that says, I surrender it all yeah. to God. Or somebody, like for instance, if we all remember that Satan worshiper that turned to, that uh, became a Christian because yeah. God opened his eyes. Like, yeah, he got big he, win for Christian. He got hugged by a Christian lady. I like, I heard his testimony. He's like, it was just, I just talked all this crap about Christians and she gave him a hug. And I yep. think he was like, it felt like love. And he goes, it was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, it was love. But it was love. <laughs> and like, I, I and just, I think it's awesome. But yeah, go ahead. Exactly. And no, good. And even talking, being on podcasts like this, like every time someone invites me to a podcast or every time someone says, Hey, I want to do an interview with you about your walk with Christ, your testimony. And I'm sorry, my testimony took so long, but no, you're good. Um, Usually these podcasts are over an hour. So you're good. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> maxed over an hour. I want to say, and I always say this to the internet to everybody. And those of you who know me, I'm a guy of many big speeches about faith. So get ready for this one. But <laughs> always be true to yourself, Christian. Know your mission. Know your goal. What is your goal? Is your goal God's goal? Yeah. Because if all of a sudden your goal is, I want to get this many likes and I'm making Christian videos, you're not doing God's mission. Let God take the wheel. Let God take control. Because that's something I had a hard time dealing with, especially when all that crap was going on in my life, was surrendering my pride, my toughness, and just surrendering it, saying, God, this is all you, man. 
It was hard to do. But when I did, look what I got. I'm on this podcast. I'm talking to great Christian content creators. I'm talking to other pastors. Yeah. I am people all over the globe. Yeah, all because awesome. I just surrendered. Yep. And that's what we all need to do is surrender. Surrender our pride, our frustration, and just say, God, everything that is going on, even the good stuff. Yeah. We can talk to God even during our best days, whether it's a promotion, just say, God, thank you. Thank you for this amazing day. Just surrender it all to nothing, absolutely nothing that we have done is on our own. Yeah. Yes, we put in the word. Yes, we put in the effort. But God's always there. And this is one of my favorite things to say. God's not going anywhere. God is here to stay. Yep. And that is truth. And that's never going to change. And that's why I love doing this. And that's why I love talking to, you know, Jacob here on this podcast is because I get to share my story. I get to share how I feel about my, how maybe you guys on here might be feeling like how everyone that's listening to this, like, they might be going through something through similar things, but I always say this, we're like snowflake. Every person's story is different. There may be some similarities, yeah, but we're all different. Our stories are different. You're in, I know you're going to say something. So. No, you're good. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, but it looked like you leaned in the microphone. I was like, is he going to say something? Oh, no. But, it, um, it's on my knee because <laughs> it was like uh, buzzing for a second, but it's because I have a light on over there it. and it's picking it up. So, yeah. Right. But like I said, like the biggest thing of advice I can give, and this, this is it, then I'll shut up. I promise. But you're good. um, (laughs) But the biggest thing is, is no matter what life or I would say this, whatever the devil throws your way, just know you can say this, God, you got me. Satan, get behind me. I'm moving forward, not backward. If I am, help. Yeah. Because that's something we all need to say. God, help me. Yeah. Because God's always moving in our lives. You just got to open your eyes. You just got to open your eyes. And that is a big thing. So. Yeah. I'm usually used to saying at the end of these things, like let's pray or something like that, because uh, it's like, it feels like a devotion. I, at the end I think, but, I think you did a great job and I feel like that could be a great ending. So if you want to pray us out of the podcast, cause we always ask our guests to sure so go Is for this it. Like the first time someone's prayed on a podcast or no, we, we it... actually normally okay. I go, Hey, I don't know if you've listened to our podcast, but we always ask our guests to pray <laughs> us out of our podcast that's why i was like that's perfect go ahead and pray you should just follow it (laughs) follow the holy spirit and just pray this out okay well i i i I, I, all right let's pray why not dear father i want to say thank you so much for this podcast thank you so much for jacob and what he's doing and blessing everybody every time um an episode of these things come out god thank you so much for this god thank you so much for this day and we may be going through something whether it's something wonderful or something tragic, the best day ever, the worst day ever, God, I pray that you are with us. 
God, there are people here that are suffering. There are people that are listening that are hurting. And God, just wrap your hands around them, please. Just let them know that you're there. God, there are also times when there's change, when there is like doubt, when there is something that we just don't understand, God. But God, here's the thing you do. And the one thing that we need to do is have faith in you. We need to trust you. We need to know that you are in control. God, it is, this world is full of darkness. But I pray, God, that every Christian that is either listening or out in the world, we are like, not candles, not flashlights, not light bulbs, that we are as bright as the sun in the sky. That we are a beacon of hope, of love, not of persecution, not of condemning, but of love and acceptance. God, you sent your own son to be a huge beacon of hope. God, your son raised people from the dead, made the blind see, the mute speak, the lame walk. And God, he made the ultimate sacrifice to die for us. Not just the people back then, but us today. And he was the final sacrifice. And I thank you, God, so much. Because now we can talk to you freely. We don't have to go to a temple. We don't have to make a burnt offering. We can just say, God, here I am. Hear my voice. And God, you are always listening. You have never left us or forsaken us. God, I thank you so much for just everything you are. Thank you so much for everyone who has listened here today. And God, I pray that this podcast doesn't just change the people who are listening. It changes the world. It changes lives. God, I thank you so much for Jacob and what he's doing and his co-host. Unfortunately, he wasn't here. I pray he's safe. But <laughs> I, I thank you, God, for these guys here. Because they, I pray, God, and I know they will, that they are blessing Everybody who is listening, and I pray they bless the world. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, so much for everything you are and everything that you've done. For this in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.